0: Stand clear of the closing doors, please.
1: This episode of The Commute NYC is brought to you by TCN, a network worth listening to. New projects coming in 2016. So stay tuned.
0: Now let's start the show.
1: What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Simone.
0: And it's your boy, Derek.
1: And this is the The
0: Commute
1: NYC. NYC. I let you have that moment. yeah, I saw you went for it, and you just went with it to the end. So do you feel good about yourself? Always. Awesome. Guys, <laughs> we're so happy to be back with you all. As you know, you got to see a little of our backstory last week and see how amazingly far we've come in the process. I mean, just listen to the quality. Don't we at least sound better uh engineeringly wise?
0: Oh, thanks, too.
1: Derek J. Smith.
0: That's right, people. It's the one. It's the only. The man with the plan.
1: The man behind the scan. all right
0: so yes i feel like it's been forever since uh being on this mic um and i think it has technically been forever so i guess we will just jump in with uh i just want to do some different stuff today
1: oh okay oh please tell me tell let me and the (laughs) listeners not viewers listeners know um what what you want to do
0: i mean i just want to catch up today so i I think we should get all the you know the technical jargon stuff out the way and we'll just make this entire thing all about um the communion yeah yes. the communion. See, it's been that long that i don't wow. really remember whole stuff. i know it's crazy um oh and i definitely want to say this uh as you can probably figure out yeah i'll say it anyway i got a hot title for this episode it's called Sweet. sorry sorry for the the wait uh I like and it. you'll get it when <laughs> you notice that you listen to this probably around midnight tonight but you know, uh, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah. This is a Wednesday. I know you were probably expecting a, a, you know, a podcast a little earlier in the day. But you know what, y'all, we're busy these weekdays. We are.
1: Our one fan who would have had a problem with this is away at National Guard training. So maybe
0: that's where all of our listeners are going to is it the National Guard.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But he would have been like, "Excuse me, where is the episode?" <laughs>
0: so what's up with um? Your commute, anything interesting?
1: Oh, a word jumping, drummer, never in my head. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just tired of the trains acting like I don't have to be at work or something. Like I'm trying to make this money, you know what I'm saying? Like you feel me? If it was Beyonce on a train or something, they wouldn't be acting like that. Obviously, I haven't acted in a while, so there's a lot of pent up characters inside gotcha. of me. Yeah. Um, but really, train the train experience for me, or excuse me, my commute is typically uh train, so that's why I say train. I'm being um a commutist if that's a word like the ist like racist sexist commutes because gotcha, I'm being specific gotcha, towards gotcha. a train. But that's how I commute. Um so like today I was on a train and I had to be at work at two thirty. Now I live like thirty minutes away from the job. So I give myself thirty minutes. Excuse me. And I took the more um the train that's more reliable, which is the D. <laughs> Shout out to- Shout out our-
0: to the episode, Waiting <laughs> on a D.
1: Still waiting.
0: In <laughs> more of the ways of one, I
1: assume. <laughs> it's too much for me. Um, So- Anyway, I went to the take this train, the train because the four just acts crazy, and I'm like, okay, great, i it making time. I even say to my roommate, like, ah, I'll be, I'll be on time to work. She's like, yeah, you will. And I get to the Cause train
0: because
1: I'm riding the D, and the D ain't never late, you know. But today it was late, so that mess didn't come for mad long. So pr- practically, I don't get on the train until it's i'm supposed to be at work so i'm supposed to be at work at 2 30 i'm like on the train like just getting on like 226 i was like i'm about to be late then there's this thing about space so somebody found it necessary to just come up to me mad loud and be like your purse is open make sure you close that and i'm like really you gonna say that that loud like are you warning me or are you trying to give somebody else a heads up i'm not actually sure so i was like the zipper's broken but then I, that I was like, why'd I say that? And then I just kind of put it close to me and I was all paranoid and people were pushing me and, t- and I was getting real antsy and upset because I was like, why are you touching me? Why are you all in my space like this? And my purse is open. You trying to, you trying to get my purse. You know what I'm uh, saying? You came,
0: we came very New York. I see.
1: I came very, yo, my little 10 year old students were so New York. They were like, my brother, my brother. And I'm like, you're 10. They just have these thick. It's so cute. I digress. Anywho, my story is practically that you know, the commute can suck sometimes. And today's commute was all about timing of the trains as well as dealing with people that you don't even know in a closed, confined environment. I'm not sure if that was interesting to you guys, especially you you people who live on the East Coast because you probably go through this all the time. But my West Coasters, I hope you, you know, I hope you take pride. I hope you are very thankful for the fact that you don't have to deal with strangers. I always think about how weird it is that we all have to be in this confined environment mm. and so close to people we have no idea who they are
0: especially with all these spring colds going around
1: oh don't get me started that's another thing that happened on the train to me today <laughs> somebody was like like and blowing there and i was like you're so close to me like we're touching why would you do that but then maybe his nose is gonna start running so i don't know
0: um. Well, I do have a little commute store. I've been oh, why you it.
1: didn't tell me? I didn't have to say all that. No, no,
0: it's good. I, I mean, you know, like I said, we're just doing something a little different today. Um, This is like two weeks ago, maybe even three. Uh, I was on the bus and I was like, oh, this is perfect after I heard this. So like I got on the bus and much like the trains of New York, the buses of New York are even more crowded because they're just smaller. Um, But we're all crowded in this space. And it's like this little kid is... I'm in the back and this little kid... Or actually in the middle. Because, you know, it's one of those like triple buses. Mm. Got like four doors and stuff. Um, But all the way in the front, you can hear this kid. And he's like singing. He's like, Jesus is on the moon. Jesus is on the moon. Jesus is on the moon. Jesus, Jesus is on the moon. I was like, man, what church does he go to? They tell me Jesus is on the moon. (laughs) He kept singing it, and I was like, Man, what is he saying? And I was like, Oh. Jesus, Jesus is on the move. move.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah. I
0: was like, yes, he <laughs> is. He, he could be on the moon. Right.
1: He could be everywhere. He could be everywhere. He has risen I to was, the
0: moon. I was like, man, Jesus died and went to the moon. <laughs> so I was like, that's dope. He's an astronaut. That's so funny. <laughs> the Kids
1: are so funny like that. They can't pronounce things.
0: And so, yeah, but Jesus is on the move, y'all. So you better be watching now or just getting away. Oh my gosh. Because you can catch you some Jesus.
1: Quick, quick. Is this the story? Because quick little, I have a quick little note about that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm done. Okay, that's really adorable. And me and my roommate have been talking about how we both work with children. And we were saying how it's so funny how kids can't pronounce certain words, certain letters in words. So like, we always joke around with kids because they're like, that's so weird. And it's like, they can't pronounce the R and weird. (laughs) Like, that's weird. And it's so funny to me that they can't say weird. They have to say weird. Or like some kid, he's like, can't put the... I forgot the word, but anyway, like you're like, what are you saying? And like they're not saying, oh, yeah. can I have a sack? A sack? You want a snack? I say the a sack. I want a sack. Like they can't do the snack. Sn- it's just really interesting to me. Um, and then yeah, just I was kids gonna and- say
0: something very cruel, but I'm always pro education, so I won't do it.
1: Good. I'm glad because it's not even just that. It's like they they can't. They know that how it's supposed to be pronounced, but l- like it's like when you understand the language, but you can't really speak it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotcha, it just doesn't gotcha. come out of your own mouth. That's what I think that that is.
0: Speaking of pro-education. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I've been on these interviews and uh, meetings, like meetings after meetings and interviews after interviews. Yeah, you really have. Yeah. It's uh, it's a blessing. It's such a blessing. Um, I hope you look at it like that, I am Mr. Definitely, Pessimist. No, no, no. I'm definitely looking at it as a blessing. Because it's also been a, a learning experience in so many ways because the jobs that have been like... um coming to me i was gonna say catering to me or courting you courting me mm-hmm. yes that's the better word not catering that's what my wife does <laughs> exactly <me cater> <laughs> was
1: exactly what just came to mind <laughs>
0: um but no so like the jobs that have been courting me uh have been jobs that i never thought that i would probably be doing but i probably should be doing like what um, so a lot of the jobs have to do with like communications and marketing mm. and education which Makes sense. Yeah, cause you love uh, But that. I would never have applied to that because, like, most of the stuff I was always trying to apply for was, like, a student life position or oh. um, student development or character development. See,
1: God has greater plans I for know. Us. And wait, so you didn't apply for those jobs? It just came to you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Look at that. I it's know. All that hating on me for no reason was, Nobody you know. was hating. Okay. <laughs> Nobody really? was hating.
0: I was just... I was in the moment getting caught up, Mm. Uh, you know, so anyway, um, (laughs) so like this one job, the one I really, 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 really am praying for. Um, So everybody out there in uh, podcast world, please pray with me uh, about this. Um, I was uh, I had to uh, do a job simulation. Mm. And so um, it ended up being 20 pages of information. I know. Right. Um, Wait, what's a job simulation? So a job simulation is like they give you a scenario or two. Yeah. They gave me two. Yeah. And then you have to tell what you would do in those scenarios. Okay. Uh, so one of it was you had to develop your own communication plan mm-hmm. uh, for the entire company for fiscal year 17, basically. Yeah. Um, And so that was a 15-page. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, paper. Sheesh, and you then, were doing all this. And then two pages Crazy. of explanation of the 15 pages.
1: They better be paying you so well.
0: Right. And then the other part of that scenario was coming up with a strategy about how to brand um their uh their program itself. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, so with all of that, you know, it's been really interesting because I was able to take that information mm-hmm. to another interview. Oh, that's uh, good. And share <laughs> and talk about it and become, like, more knowledgeable. Because, honestly, before that, uh, I mean, I knew a little bit about it, but I didn't know a lot. So, I had to mm-hmm. do a lot of research in terms of just, like, trying to understand what does it mean to communicate and get the message out? Or what does that look like, especially when it talks about internal communication? Because that was the main goal is, like, how do, how, how is our organization going to talk about. Amongst each other, when we have uh, an office in Chicago and another office in New York and another office in Houston, mm-hmm. like what does it look like for us to do a project? So I sort of had to explain what does that look like? Yeah. You know, how, what, you know, what methods of communication are we going to use? Uh, how often are we going to communicate? When do they actually need to talk to me as opposed to just do it on their own? So all that kind of stuff. And I literally had to explain all of this stuff. Yeah. So it was pretty cool because today, I went to another meeting, and I'm not gonna really give any names of the places. Okay. Um, but I went to another meeting today, and I literally saw how. Well, I'll just say it. I mean, you'll probably figure out anyway. The reason why education in New York is the way it is, so you can Mm -hmm. pretty much figure out who that meeting was with. But I mean, I really loved what they wanted me to do.
1: I don't know who you mean. But
0: (laughs) who is the educational system in New York?
1: the yes, DOE? so oh, uh, I do not know that's who you're hiding from. Down with the DOE. I'm like, What? Yeah, I
0: mean, well, you know, I might get hired. Oh, I, see. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, these, these podcasts go out, they stay out. <laughs> uh, they right. are what they call evergreen.
1: <laughs> you said I learned that so a new word, evergreen, evergreen tweets. You know what evergreen tweets are? I guess they're they stay forever
0: that's right so you want a tweet that will continue to perpetuate no matter what oh mm, you see that look yeah. at that voice spit marketing terms on the i mean show. you
1: on it that's like right. i love it I'm loving um
0: it. so but uh but no so the thing is um you know i just realized a lot because i've been at a couple of meetings with the doe this week and in mm-hmm. one of the meetings there was this conversation which is really what i really want to talk about so i'm just going to jump to that mm-hmm. uh the conversation happened uh that um there was uh, these schools in this certain district, I won't name this district, um, within the DOE, uh, and there are a lot of middle schools in that district that are facing, that are failing, in Mm -hmm. a sense, right? And so, uh, a very high up person had mentioned that, like, one particular school of 30 teachers, Mm -hmm. uh, 12 of those teachers were deemed ineffective. And And in that school, maybe one or two of them are not even certified to teach. What? Now, so this is my issue. And this is what I like to pose out to the people. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is, is this. If you were to go to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Or let's say you go to the hospital in the emergency room and you're like, I'm injured. I need help. Right. And then like, you know, the administrator comes to you and say, hey, look, you know, we can help you. However, the doctor that we're going to give you is not really a doctor. And, you know, he's killed a couple of people. But, <laughs> you know. Um, but you, he's
1: cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He'll still see you, though. Would you go to that
1: doctor? Hail to the naw no, no to the hail to the naw to the naw, na, to the naw naw to the... you seen that? Yeah. it's like yeah, no, oh, it's a but, yeah. I'll send it to you, but anyway, no, I would not go to that doctor, and I, I would not want to go to that school or send my children in that classroom. That's right, and yeah. so
0: this is what I realized, right? Guess where these schools are,
1: New York City,
0: yeah, but where specifically the Bronx, and what do we know about the Bronx?
1: The trains never go there. <laughs> <That's laughs> they always true. be taking forever. <laughs> they do them so dirty.
0: Right. But, okay, so on top of all of that, you know, Bronx is also, you know, it's the lowest uh, performing borough, right? Oh, I didn't know um, that. But also, it's also the the highest in crime. And also, it's the lowest in terms of socioeconomic status. Yeah. And it's um, the last
1: place to be gentrified in New York City. Yeah. yeah
0: so, basically, it, it, it's got the highest uh, population of homelessness. It's got yeah. the highest population of... um uh, students are not students, but people on um, government assistance, all this stuff. So, right? it all
1: stems from one thing.
0: So, this is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I realized about this whole thing, right? Because my thing is, I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. If I knew that my daughter was at a school and there were 12 teachers, mm-hmm. which is a little less than half, maybe 40% of the teachers there, and actually, a little more than 40%, maybe 45% of the teachers there are deemed ineffective. I will be saying these teachers need to go. Yeah. Right? But, of course, we're in New York. And in New York, you can't fire teachers. You can't? No, you can't. What? Uh, there's this organization. We won't really get into it because I'm pretty sure they're pretty powerful. They probably can chop our heads off. Okay. But we all know that organization that protects teachers. And I'm not saying that, you know, you're not, you don't have a purpose. Illuminati. No uh, they like the Illuminati um so I'm not saying that they don't have a purpose because they sort of do, but at the same time though if you have if you know that you have teachers that are ineffective, you should at least be do something with them instead of putting them in low um performing schools and that's mm-hmm. like my biggest thing because now you have teachers in schools where students aren't learning, and they already come from disadvantaged neighborhoods right mm-hmm. so and this is this is the reason why I think they do this, right? So they, they stick all these teachers in these low-performing schools who are ineffective because they know that the parents are too busy. And when I say by busy, it's like they have all these other things happening and going on that this is good. they just pretty much like slide it by them because mm-hmm. they know the parents are not going to raise, you know, hell in a mm-hmm. sense, right? Mm-hmm. But let, let you stick those 12 teachers in a high-performing school in Manhattan Sit. or Staten Island and then you're going to have all held in high water because Mm -hmm. these parents are not going to stand for it so that's one thing right but now you have an entire class of students who are now facing these teachers uh who cannot you know meet the standard and then what happens to those students you pass them on Mm -hmm. and so now they're not even ready at the elementary level they're not ready at the middle school level and then you send them to high school and then you expect them to graduate and take the regions right and so like my thing is it's like it, that can't happen because you would not do that in any other profession you would not go to an office and you have a ceo who is not performing his job yeah you'll fire him, like, right? education
1: is so important and people act like it, it, like yeah they can, they can get away with t- things like this because they it's only get
0: away with education it in the minority thing neighborhoods yeah. and yeah. it's like and it's time that they stop doing that to us mm-hmm. period I mean, I don't want to make it a racial thing. And I don't really think it's a racial thing. It's really more like an economic thing. Oh, absolutely. you know. And I yeah. feel like you know they, they take advantage of the disadvantages. Absolutely. And instead of saying, you know what, we're not going to put 12 teachers in a, you know, 12 ineffective teachers in a school of 30 teachers. Mm-hmm. Instead, let's take those 12 teachers, I don't know, and place one in each of the high performing schools and pair them up with a teacher who is high performing mm-hmm. and maybe take a high performing teacher and put it back in, in back at their at the middle school that's low performing and that's how you get it up. And so I say all that to say I was literally sitting in another interview today. Yeah. And uh you know this company's doing some great stuff but they were like but we still can't figure out why we can't literally take a school and get them to become high performing. And I really wanted to tell them that you have to take the, the low performing teachers or the low ineffective teachers out of it and put in high performing teachers. What did you say? I, I I just had to listen. Mm. Like I mean I shared a little but mm. I think sometimes and this is uh, which leads me to my other thing. And I'm not trying to make it a racial thing. But when all the tables I've set at this week mm-hmm. have been tables of people who don't look like the people that they're serving. Yeah and that's
1: real race is real i'm yeah. sorry charter schools are up on that already like acknowledge it that's just how it is yeah and i mean yeah.
0: and so it's like and so when i sit there and i uh and i'm listening to these things and and also well let me finish this statement and i'll say something else so as i'm sitting there and i'm listening and taking in these things it's like i don't think they fully understand the experience right like mm-hmm. they they want the result and they they sort of understand how about go about getting that result but they don't understand the experiences. So therefore, which is a huge thing as to why the results, they're not getting the results, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is where I actually stick myself into it. And this is something I had to learn in December when I went to this conference, which is a lot of the times us highly educated people, you know, sometimes put our values and our views on people who uh, might not necessarily have those same values and views because they're not where we are. And and so what I say, what I'm I'm saying is sometimes we need to step beside ourselves and say, you know what, what is it that we really need to address for for anyone who is facing like some kind of deficit? And let's address their issues first, because then once we address their issues, then maybe they can understand what it is that we want for them. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. Um, Because I think sometimes we go in and just tell people you need to go to college, but they're not really prepared. They're not they they barely can make it to next week and you telling them that they're gonna have to pay two three four five thousand dollars to go to college right so it's like we need to be able to make sure we can address the issues that they have and and are dealing with before we can try to place a value system that we've already adopted and accepted to be theirs
1: yeah so yeah no i think that's really interesting that you say that especially because i've been kind of uh putting my feet in the water of a charter school and just I don't know too much about it but my best friend has been working there for the past year and you know after talking to administration and staff there and about how they do things I I didn't realize how different the charter was from DOE until that moment and they really like it's a pretty diverse staff but there it's the principal was white up until this now that she's a he's leaving but now there's like a Latina woman but they have a system constructed where they have to read books on how to like they understand that their youth are black and latina and latino and that they have they have to get into their yeah, mind. they're
0: culturally educated they're co-
1: culture it. and they oh, but they not even they. Some of them were ignorant, but now they are. Like they have a right. reading system. They have to read. They have these open dialogues. They have a forum for students to, like to, to say their concerns. With the, I mean, That's it's good. really incredible. They got leadership classes. They have a hundred percent. I'm actually gonna
0: take one of these ideas that you said. Yeah,
1: no, they have so. And I, I don't know why other. I was like, why? And I asked one the recruiter. I said, why isn't the DLE doing this? Like it doesn't make sense. They have a hundred percent success rate to to go. You have to get into a four year to graduate. Right. But they're working on the retention because people are you know not staying in school. But but at least it's like the standard is there. Like you have to apply to get into the high school, even though it's, you're automatically accepted just so you get into the habit of applying. Cause you're going to be applying to college because right. you will be applying. They have leadership courses. They have courses to teach you how to be an adult. Like just like survive, like things that I think like I've always been like, why aren't there manhood and womanhood courses in right, school? Right. Like they, they don't have that completely, but they have things that are kind of constructed in that way. And I was like, what? Why is this not like? I know the DOE is kind you know has been set in its place for a while, but obviously it's not working, and I don't see why it hasn't been kind of reconstructed in some way that has been proven to be successful. Like there are other kind of you know things that have been proven to be have greater success. So I'm not sure why the DOE isn't like. I don't. Can I say that? Are they going to come get me?
0: No, I mean. Oh, okay. I, 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 <laughs> so this is so this is the other thing I really realized too. I love. The people in the DOE, like individually, I think they're yeah. all great. It's the entity itself, mm-hmm. right, that I have an issue with. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that the people in the entity realize the problems with the entity. Or they might, they might, but they they feel like you know, if they just do their job and their one thing, then they can actually get out and reach, uh, and change it. You this know?
1: is the first year I ever felt like. The DOE was his thing. For some reason, I think because being up at our school and then dealing with the politics at having a direct sale with the other school that I'm with, mm-hmm. like the DOE, the DOE, the D- it keeps coming yeah, it's, up. Yeah, it's, it's
0: an actual person.
1: Like, i mean i like, guess it person, feels like it's the end
0: they're person, like, they wear like a, a very slick dark looking uh trench coat and you can't uh, get
1: away with nothing and the deal. like you got this the some glasses
0: these. from the matrix but yeah. it's like
1: it reminds me of excuse my i don't i never did teach for america i know you did and a friend of mine did and nobody i knew well you liked it but some people i know couldn't no, stand it no
0: no okay so let me clarify no I, okay I, i'm back on i'm back on board with the The idea of Teach for America, but yeah. no, my two years in Teach for America um were rough uh yeah. because for a long time, Teach for America struggled with how to deal with diversifying mm-hmm. like they wanted to diversify and this is and this is like so this is actually kind of relevant because like Teach for America, they wanted to diversify, so they were bringing in all these you know cultured people mm-hmm. in a sense, right, because for the most part, a lot of the times it was just um. It was just Caucasian people, white mm-hmm. people, who were doing Teach for America. So they were like, "No, we need more people who look like the people we're serving." Mm-hmm. And so they brought in people, but then they did not know how to. Um, they weren't culturally educated, right? Yeah. So they would still do some of the things that are already that were being done to minorities to begin with that's how they would still treat minorities and teach for america yeah like they would do that yeah right and so it's like then so then their cushion becomes it's like or they would have this you know we're coming to save you mentality mm-hmm. and so like so since they come into the schools thing they're going to save people then they think that that you know that they're better than the you know us yeah in a sense right so yeah. there was a lot of that going back and forth and there was a lot of misunderstanding and i actually had nothing to do with teach for america after i left for like 15 years yeah it wasn't until i moved to new york where i was like you know what i have to reconnect for the things that i need mm-hmm. um and through the reconnecting I actually uh, now sit on the board of the collective uh which is the um
1: people of color yeah
0: people of color mm-hmm. uh alumni of teach for america okay. and so um that's you know what i'm a part of and we are actually trying to get more people to come back into this idea of teach for america because it is a great network and has some great connections and so but yeah you're right a lot of people are not um not really you know filling in teach for america right now yeah because but- of because of you know
1: yeah. Past well, banks. the well, point I was trying to make, put that little spin in there, was that it's kind of like the DOE reminds me of that, of the of the way people I know felt about Teach for America where they're like a part of the system and they couldn't do, they had to do what they had to do because that was the rules of the system, but they didn't really like it. And I just feel like a lot of people in the DOE, like you said, the people are great, but it's just big person thing that you just got to abide by because that's just how it's said. And I feel like it's kind of how... You know, they say like rise up. It's kind of like the people need to rise up because you can be stuck in this. Yes, you know what I'm saying. It's more of you than of them. So like, come together instead of just be submitting to this way of being. That that I don't know. I find that interesting.
0: No, no, you, you you're right. And you know, so what's crazy is when you talk about rise up, I actually had to send out um, a list of tweets. Uh, this week because it I mean this is great I I guess this whole episode is gonna be about education no it's not
1: <laughs> I'm letting you <laughs> rant but like I'm a, I don't have as much as you have so it's just literally you talking for thirty for an hour all
0: right well I'm gonna wrap it up with this one piece right <laughs> so I was at one of my schools this week or uh, yeah this week I mean it was last week who knows uh but I was at one of my schools and there was this group of kids actually young men young black men to be exact in detention right and and actually, there was one white male with them, right? And so there were two um, um, staff members who were watching, who were in charge of watching these students. And they really were just letting them do whatever. Like, they were, the staff members were on their phone, and the kids were just talking about basketball and saying that, like, you know, they're going to be in the NBA. And then one of the staff members was like, yeah, whatever. You're not going to make it to the NBA. Blah, 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 right? And I'm just sitting here listening. I'm trying to be an observer. I really don't want to participate. Well, actually in my heart of hearts, I really want to participate, (laughs) but I'm not going to participate unless provoked. Mm. And they provoked me. Mm. And so I went in, and I was like, because the guy was like, because he was talking like this surfer voice, dude, he was like, so yeah, yeah, you know, dude, I'm going to go to the NBA, I'm better than Kobe Bryant, (laughs) all this stuff, right? And so so one of the staff members was like, why are you talking like that? And Mm. clearly going over her head but mm-hmm. uh and so he looked at me and he's like yeah he even thinks it's funny and i was like no i don't i was like honestly i think it's sad mm-hmm. you know i said i you know pretty much think that everything you i done talked about and spout about is kind of sad it's like you know you don't have to prove yourself to anyone number one mm-hmm. you know and at the same time it's like instead of talking about it just be about it and so i went on this whole thing right and so then another one of our coworkers she she then came to me and she was like um, so I was like, how did all this even start? And so she's like, you know, the crazy thing is, is like the one of the guys that was the white guy, he was like, you know, he's like, this detention is nothing like the the, the detention that we see on TV with the white kids. And so (laughs) the staff member was like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, you know, it's very strict. He's like, you know, you're not even allowed to talk. And I was like, this is the issue, right? The thing is, we're not giving any consequences or we're not we're allowing people to have this idea of receive freedoms in the school Mm -hmm. because we're too scared to punish them right
1: yo i got a story and
0: and so and so the thing because i I watched it happen too with another young lady who didn't want to participate in gym like in her swim class and so the teacher was like okay we'll just go sit down Mm -hmm. i was like but my thing is is like we're doing a disservice to all you two minority students by Mm -hmm. just allowing them to feel like they can do whatever because when they get outside yep right and then they face that person that police officer who was like get on the ground mm-hmm. and you're like man whatever yeah then you're gonna end up on the ground yeah
1: exactly and so, and we so used to have those talks last year remember that yeah. like yeah
0: and so and so my thing is it's like we need to stop doing this like and or and then even it's not even us because i check everybody who mm-hmm. try to check me especially i hate it when students come up to me and be like man what's up nick Right, yeah. you know, I'm like, what? first of all, students
1: say that to you. Yes, wow. I'm like,
0: I'm not your nigga, yeah. right? Because that's not who I am. Number one, So don't define me by that. And they'll be like, oh, I'm just playing. You know, it's just, you no, know, it's just, an, it's just a term. I was like, no, it's not a term for me. Mm-hmm. All right, so you might be able to use that with all your little friends and all that. Don't refer to me like as that because that's yeah. not who I am, yeah. right? And I'm greater than that. And so then they'll like, okay, because they. People, we mm-hmm. all need that right mm-hmm. we all need to be checked sometimes being you know and understand our place mm-hmm. in in anything right but yeah. when we don't allow those checks and balances we gonna we're hurting them because they're gonna get out into a world that has checks and balances, mm-hmm. and they won't know how to function and play the game.
1: Exactly. That's, I just yeah. No, that's exactly right. And we've been have well, we you and I have had those discussions, especially with the school we both work at. And it's so funny because before we recorded, I was like, I had to tell you the story. You're like, save it. It ties in directly to that because I was like, I gotta tell Derek because it reminded me of, you know, the conversations we used to have. And so you know, I work at this high school in the mornings doing a games club, which is super low key and fun. And and very chill so th- my coworker and i h- work husband he's like we sometimes we'll watch the kids and they'll be eating they'll throw stuff and act crazy and he'll look at the people who are like the school aides the ones who are in there who are supposed to be like here's a consequence for misbehaving and they be chilling kicking yep. it and he'd be like he'd be shaking his head in confusion and i'm like Doe you know, like, and it's kind of the structure that's set up, but the everybody, it's so crazy. So anyway, so I'll talk about the story that I wanted to exert my own way of being like, if you have anything to do with me, if you're a part of my life in any way, if I'm working for you, whatever... You're gonna you're gonna learn consequences for your actions because of the exact reason you named earlier. Just right. because when you get to the real world, you need to understand how it works. Like you don't get to get over. Maybe the principal here might let you get over, but guess what? I won't. And guess what? He Vince and I, my you know, coworker, we we like we look cool to them. Like we're still so I feel like we in that impressionable, we can actually get to them in a different way that maybe their teachers can't because they look at them more like parents or the ones that you know, you don't really hear them. So anyway, I'll tell this story. I give. I have the games. The games are destroyed. They are horrible. They look like crap. And the thing <laughs> is, my opinion really is it goes through too many hands. So there's like three games club leaders. And so mm. by the time I get the stuff, I'll be like, what did y'all let them do? Because I'm just strict. I mean, even if You Vincent's probably like,
0: got like one checker.
1: This is the checker story. <laughs> I
0: actually, I need to check y'all's stuff.
1: Good luck. Like, please do. <laughs> I was like, and, the people, and then some of the people who work in the cafeteria, they're like, uh, who knows like you know 99 store should have i'm like well go get some then. like what you mean like if you go get them some 99 cents. my thing is if y'all can't keep what you what this is why do you think you deserve more or better so anywho mm. this you know i keep pretty good tabs on the games i give out i have a set crew i know who's there i know all the i know the people it's pretty routine at this point they'd be acting crazy though throwing stuff all over the cafeteria and i have there's been numerous times where i had to get up and be like what is this Excuse me. Why is that on the floor? Pick it up. Oh, oh, no. Don't throw the, don't, sl- you know, what they return it. Why is this like, you know what I mean? But there are no consequences in those moments because it's like, it's already back. They already got it. And it's kind of I mean, like this. But the simple this. fact that
0: you say something is even more important as opposed to just accepting it as is.
1: Yeah, to an extent. But then I'm like the next day, hey, they come back to check it again. That's my job to let them use it, even though I'm like, you don't deserve it. So. I went out of my way. This seems like a no small gesture, nothing like no big deal at all. But for me, if I, you know, the the program I work for isn't concerned about how the games look because if that was the case, they would have supplied me with better games to give them. So I, the, the checker games are destroyed. The boxes are like, flat and there's all these pieces flying around and the students are like we're missing pieces and all this stuff is all these politics so i decide i'm gonna bring ziplocks from my ziplock collection to put the little pieces in like forget the box because it's destroyed you all you need is the board and the pieces put the little You know, the boxes are still there because I don't know if it's like a legal thing or not. But like, I put the pieces in the little ziplock bag. You can get rid of the boxes. Really? No, I'm really excited about that. Okay. So, put the pieces in the box, in the ziplocks. And so it makes it easier because when you're handing out a game, you don't want to be trying to scramble. And I don't even take them out the bag at this point because they're so, you know, crazy. So, this is like a two week store, three week kind of in the making. So, one week, you know, this guy. One of my students, he comes, he loves, they love, him and his crew love checkers. That's their thing every week. So he comes to get the checkers and I um put, I had a, you know, I had my ziplock, and I was like, yeah, and I had, that was the first day I brought him. So I said, put this, put these checkers inside the ziplock bag when you're finished with the game. This is how we're going to do it now. He's like, okay. Takes the game to his table, comes back, checkers are everywhere, pieces, but there's no bag. I said, Where, where's the bag? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm like... Really? It's a, it's a ziplock bag. I think this cafeteria threw it away. I don't know. And I was so <laughs> irritated because I was like, I brought this back from my home and it has not been one day. hasn't even been an hour yet. And you, you, it's gone. So I was mad and he knew it. And so. The next time, he had his friend come. But the thing is, you know, when you're young, your brain isn't fully developed. So I think in his mind, he didn't know that I knew that his friend was with him. Like, just because you have your friend come and get the game doesn't mean that I I see you. You're right there. So I let, so I, this time I said, okay, the, zip, the, the pieces were already in the bag. I said, okay, if they see it in the bag, then you know. So I give him the pieces with the bag, and they come back after that, that day. And they kind of, they had it like, I thought in my mind, they had the Ziploc in the bag and they closed the board like on top of it. Mm -hmm. And they came back and he was giggling. But now, you know, I'm a young lady at this school. So most little boys be giggling at me anyway. So I don't know if he's giggling because like, she's there or giggling because they're doing something wrong. So they like give me the game. I give them their ID and they like run off kind of laughing. I open it. There's no bag again. And the pieces are everywhere. I can't tell you how upset I was about this.
0: Solution. just give him five checkers. Oh no, no! You know
1: you don't get the game. We mean give him five. So the next time I was waiting, I told Vince I was like, I was thinking about my way here. Like, oh, I can't. I said maybe the other two people who have the games, they're gonna give them whatever they want and let them do what else. Oh no! So then it comes around. So I'm, I'm like waiting. I was like, so I, so he comes. So then she making
0: a face for everybody who, out face. there in the podcast. World. I was
1: like, yep, I know what period is. Stank faces. I said, so I said, so they, again, they sent a different person to come. Cause now like two of the people can't come. So now it's a different person, but I already know I was waiting for it. So he comes over like checkers. I said, no, you don't get the checkers. I was like, you can't respect the checker game. You don't get the checkers. He was like, that wasn't me. That was my goal. And I was like, too bad. You guys are, you're playing with them. So, and he was like, he goes back tell the table. They get so mad. They come over to the table like, what do you mean? And so the, the leader, the one that's the really disrespectful one was like, what do you mean? Like. Because what happened was the day when they left when they're giggling away, I went to go look after them like, oh, y'all think y'all slick trying to get away? Like, at least tell me that you lost the bag. Like, they try to be slick with it and just run away. So I said, no, you know exactly why I'm not giving you this game. I said, y'all are being really disrespectful. I went out of my way to bring this bag in for y'all to have a neat little game to play with, have the exact pieces you need to make sure the game is played well. They were like, it's just the bag It's just a Ziploc bag No, no And Vince was like I feel bad for them I was like That's too bad He literally got it on Snapchat So I have to show you the video I was like he, They were trying to give me money I was like I don't want your money I was like It's not about the money I was like It's about Why do
0: people think That every <laughs> money solves
1: everything Well, this is a lesson They need to learn While they're in school now that I was like Keep your little dollars I mean I could use it For the vending machine later But I'm not gonna do that Because I don't think it's legal Because Either- I would take that money So then I was like What you can give me Is a Ziploc bag. Cause that's exactly what you took from me, and that's exactly what this game needs. Anyway, they find a ziplock bag, then it's dirty. I said, "You give me this." Anyway, I just gave. I had like went through the ringer. They were so stressed out, but they were very determined to get this game. And a part of me, look at that. What?
0: No, look at that. I know. Idea that you know, all if you if you finally just put something on them, then they're going to figure out. Right, because my
1: thing was I was kind of taken back by the fact that they actually cared. They couldn't play the game because in my mind I thought they were going to be like whatever like she tripping right but they were like no like what this is and they had a, and i was like this is what this is a, this is a consequence for your actions when i say when i give you something i expect to be given back what i give you that's right. what happens that's what you do it's an exchange of something you don't give some you don't like take your laundry to the laundry bag get somebody to wash your laundry and they don't give you back all your drawers like sorry i don't know i lost it in the <laughs> what like what are you talking about so anyway long story short they managed to find a ziploc bag they like you know um cleaned it out They also gave me money. I gave it back to them at the end, but I kept it while they played the game. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, if you can bring me back. I say, okay, great. Put the pieces in the Ziploc bag. Awesome. All right, you can play your little stank game. Bring it back with the pieces in there or we're going to have a problem. And they did it. And so now I don't foresee that being an issue anymore. I see them actually abiding by the rules, but they had to have some consequences where it's like, you don't get to have this if you don't respect the rules that have been set in place, contrary to how I think their school system works, because they tell them, don't throw apples, and then they throw apples themselves, the administration. So it's kind of like-
0: Whoa, the the administration? Or the- Or the people down
1: school there. School age. Why yeah. aren't they administration? I don't know.
0: No, there's teachers right. and administrators. I'm an actor. I don't know.
1: I just- But anyway, you that's my story. just play on TV. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh all right, so um what uh you know that's that was pretty much my life in a in yeah. a nutshell yeah. uh and I really know an that um life. you know we don't have a lot of time left, but what's been going on in in the world of uh Simone
1: that you've never asked Derek <laughs> well, um firstly, I was super excited to finally see the videos from the youtube play around oh, to youtube for the barcraft oh, TV yes that's thing. right
0: the Barcroft tv thing yes and uh the very very attractive uh transgendered yeah uh, you text Beyonce. me like
1: that's the <laughs> man.
0: oh i got a story to tell you so with that right so yeah. I-, I had that picture and i showed uh one of my um students yeah and i was like man look at simone and so uh he looked and then he was like man who is the chick next to her though <laughs> I was like, right? She's she's attractive, right? And he was like, yeah. I was like, yes, yeah, a dude. <laughs> and He was like, not man, anymore. it's not right. And I was like, look, it's okay. I mean, she's attractive. It's fine. She is
1: because she's a woman now. Yeah. She literally is all woman. So I mean, but those. she
0: is. She was a very attractive. No, I you. Mean.
1: When I saw her in person, I like I I was kind of starstruck. Not because I think she's a star, but she had that star quality beauty thing. Right. Where they look all airbrushed and perfect, and I was like. Oh my gosh. Plus, I was nervous. But yeah, it was super cool to finally, finally, y'all, that audition was in November. So to finally see these videos in April was at the very least, it was very fulfilling. So I was super, super, um, thankful that how many people supported by voting. Like, I didn't think people were going to actually do it because you have to sign into your YouTube, um, account to do it. But like all my my mom's friends voted, all my friends out looking down. Like the way to vote was in the comment section, so it was really funny because I would go through and look at the comments. But before I told people about it, I went to go look at the comments, and a lot of people hadn't voted for me. But I did see a couple people, and it was so weird. I got my taste of success, Derek, and how you know people in the um in on the blogs aren't nice. So one person wrote like. I think the girl in the yellow. I had on yellow, guys. I think the girl in the yellow was the best. She could. She needs to tone it down a bit. <laughs> oh, but, wow. but no. Did, but, was this pre- somebody you knew though? No, I'm saying this is before I told people about it. So I was randomly going through to see if any what people had to say about me who I didn't know. And it was like, I like the girl in the yellow dress, but she needs to tone it down a bit. But honestly, she was the one with the most star quality. Everybody else was blah blah blah. And I was like, whoever you are, thank you. Please let me know what you mean by tone it down a bit. I mean. Maybe I'll take it into consideration. Probably won't, but I'm still curious. But it was just cool to see, you know, different people's opinions and stuff that didn't know me. Because everybody else who knew me was like, we love you. You're amazing. You're awesome. There, you could at least pretend to be listening.
0: I mean, I am listening. I just want to make sure we're still recording. I mean, it shows that we're recording, but yeah. I've never seen it this color. So oh, it was kinda, it's red. Yeah. Well,
1: you were on your phone for 10 minutes, so I don't know.
0: I wasn't. I was finding our commuter music of the week yeah Thank you okay i listen to
1: me for 30 minutes with eye contact that's all i'm saying but it's cool okay. i mean i should be used to it by now um but yeah this is what
0: happens when we don't see each other for weeks
1: it's been two weeks
0: i don't know how long it's been but go ahead
1: so um that you have
0: my undevowed and undevoted attention. i don't even
1: have anything else to say that was that was a really highlight of the week no,
0: you had all this stuff. I
1: can't even remember.
0: What about the stuff on the board back Um,
1: there? <laughs> None of that is relevant to anything that, um, you know, to talk about. Why
0: does faith have to be fed constantly?
1: Because if it doesn't without, it's like, what did we talk about? Me and my roommate, we had this moment. You just got to feed it like you feed your body. You need more nourishment because if not, then all the toxic things will get into your brain and start to switch your thinking and it won't be as positive all the time mm. you know what i'm saying I Had a
0: quote very right, this morning actually mm. about uh you know thinking i gotta pull it up though because okay. i don't really remember
1: about thinking thinking is very very important i can't remember what i was gonna tell you so i had something to tell you and i was like i'll wait till we record
0: it said a person is the product of his thoughts yeah. And then I actually retweeted this guy who said, positive thoughts, positive actions, positive outcomes.
1: I agree. I definitely agree. Go. I agree. I'm trying to keep that my mind on a positive level. I'm moving. Um, guys, if you didn't know, I have to be out by May 31st. She
0: needs some movers. Anybody out there who wants movers. to Movers? I put need in. a place
1: to live. And so...
0: If everybody wants to put her up.
1: Yeah. I mean, the goal is to get a studio apartment, however... Going
0: on her own, y'all. I'm
1: so terrified. <laughs> Except it's mad expensive, and I don't know if I want to. It is mad expensive. Even if I get this new job, I'm. The point is to save money, not to be spending it on an apartment. So I'm conflicted because I I refuse to live with strangers. I'm not doing that, and I also don't want to shell out sixteen hundred for an apartment. So I I'm kind of in a pickle.
0: Mm. You know. Well, I would say if you want to go on a three bedroom. But you know
1: that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) but I don't know. I don't know. So there's a lot of transitioning happening for me. New job, new apartment, time
0: management,
1: time management. Mm -hmm. What do you
0: mean? How to manage your time? Oh
1: yeah, how to manage my time. But there's a lot of people in my life.
0: You need to schedule. I need to schedule schedule
1: better because people are feeling neglected, and I feel like
0: what you should do is you should uh, um, stretch pretty thin you should every every week uh-huh. right on sunday nights you'll send out a tweet to everybody and be like okay um right now a
1: tweet or a text
0: a text uh, i'm into this tweeting thing as i can see so you send out a text to everybody mm-hmm. and be like all right guys today is sunday evening my schedule is now officially open <laughs> <laughs> for monday uh please <laughs> let me know
1: I Having time like that, like, no,
0: no. just send me a text with the date and time and the amount of time you would like to spend, and we will go from there. That's what you gotta do. That's that's not natural. You gotta tell them to get information.
1: Get information, <laughs> okay, ladies. Now, let's get in. Okay, so I've, I've been working out a lot, guys, and um, I'm like really into it. And you're addicted, I'm not addicted. Well, maybe it's my no, outlet. It no. I was just talking to my friend yesterday.
0: It's an addiction, trust he me.
1: Was, no, it's not an addiction.
0: No, like the the like the the endorphins, the high that you get off. Yeah, oil. yes, it's,
1: I love it. But at the same time, you gotta push it. I mean, I don't think an addiction you gotta push yourself to do. You know what I'm saying? It should just happen. And you're right though. I don't actually push myself anymore now. I just now do you it. just get up and you do it. Actually, on my off days, I'm like, I want to go in. but yep, I Yep,
0: that's called an addiction.
1: <laughs> <That>
0: <laughs> so maybe I have is. an addiction. But I that's how I love it was it. when I used to run. I'm like, man, I really want to run today. <laughs> yeah. And I try to figure out ways to move my schedule around just well, so I can run.
1: Mine isn't that. Mine is my body. My body, like it, like my knees and my, you know, I've got the cer- certain muscles that are really sore and tense. And I don't want to. Go too far because I don't want to pull anything. So I'm like, "Crap, I gotta take a rest day so my Mm -hmm. body can rebuild." But today I had a breakthrough. I did my first ever pull up, and I first ever. See, every guy I tell was so like confused, but every girl was like, "Oh my god!" Because you don't understand. And even my the trainer today was like, "Men's bodies are made to do like we're not pull ups for women are a lot more difficult than it is for men." And so I didn't think I could do one. Either
0: reverse or front,
1: front front side.
0: Like like, this no
1: that's, that's a reverse oh uh, oh yeah no like this so i did like underhand and so the trainer was like because i was asking him what are some tactics i can grow my goal is to be able to do a pull up because i tried it like two weeks ago and i couldn't do that mess and so then he was like okay telling me and not to use too much a forearm yeah. and be all this stuff so he's like let's just go see where you're at so we go over and i just start going and he's like what keep going and i just went he's like you did a chin up that wasn't even a pull you went all. i was like he was like, you said you couldn't do it. He's like, now you got to do five a day. But the minute I came down, my arms were throbbing, like mm-hmm. right in the – and I was like, oh, but it was so cool. I was like, oh, my God. I don't know what was just started, but I'm into it. So I'm like, now I'm obsessed because now I'm to get better at doing pull-ups.
0: You should watch the people who do um, – I think they're called pullovers.
1: How, and is
0: that? you would like, they make it look easy, right? So me, actually it was me, Bella, me and my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at this park and we were watching, well, my daughter was playing, but on the side of our eye and our peripheral vision mm-hmm. was this guy who started doing pull-ups. Then he did a pullover. And so a pullover <laughs> is like when you take the bar, you pull yourself up, uh-huh. but then you lift up off the <gasps> oh! bar and then flip over. And you,
1: and you flip? That's like gymna- gymnastic yes. type stuff.
0: And they make it look easy. So he was like, man, Heck no. I want to do that. I want to try that. Oh, my right? God. Mm, no. Mm, Didn't go so well? No. Nah. You did it. Like, I tried. I was almost there. I, I got, like, cause you, you got to the- build up your momentum. So you, like, yeah. swing in and you swing swinging and-, and then you, like. Oh, my God. The hard part is, like, pushing up yeah, so that your body is actually already. up, so that your torso is above the bar. Yeah. That is hard. Yeah. That is really, really hard. Yeah. Like you that is i've yes that's like, crazy so when you get to that stage when you pull i can't even it's not even high enough up. at the
1: gym like literally there's no room to go over the bar you see no what no, I mean? no but
0: yeah just putting your torso think uh, about putting your waist i don't understand but like
1: oh. my head was almost at the ceiling when i was like this so right, there's right, no, i forgot we are in new york yeah but i mean Space eventually is limited. it is but i'm able to do at least 20 pull-ups that's good. Then I'll be. I then can't I'll even practice. Do 20. No, I just did what I'm saying and when I. I I'm did. telling you, I can't do twenty. Oh, so that's a, like a big goal. Yeah, is that's, what you're that's, saying? that's good. Oh, no, no, I'm saying uh, that's
0: good. Like I, I remember the first time that I got because I, I was like that with push ups. Yeah, cause I didn't do any. I never did push ups, right? I, you know, I was like a legs man. You know. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was the opposite of a, a a prison body, you know, prison body, strong up top. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Okay, Kevin Hart, right? No, I. Feel I like. was
0: like strong legs, strong legs. Shake you at the top.
1: I love strong legs. Like I, this guy that I follow on Instagram, this guy I know him, and he's like a bodybuilder, and he he be getting down with his legs. The way I get down, and I don't see many men doing that. Like it's so funny to me when men be trying to act all macho, but then I be like, let me see your leg press, and they would be like take a couple plates off i'd be like exactly i'd like come from my legs i'm gonna s- squeeze the life out of you with them but you come from my body i'm
0: gonna be like Tch-tch. man if i didn't already have a name for this show um <laughs> so um so yeah but no so when i i uh, tried out for the fbi i had to yeah. be able to do like 40 push-ups and oh, so like snap. when i first started <laughs> i only could do five yeah and i was like five push-ups are you serious and but like for me like i just wasn't built for it like yeah i had never endured through it and so like my wrists were hurting so i ended up having to like get these wrist wraps and Shoot. all this stuff yeah and so then but i so i started talking to like you know um the football coach at the school and it's just like different people I was like give me a strategy what can mm-hmm. i do to increase my push-ups and they were like during every commercial break, when you're watching TV, mm. jump on the ground and just do push-ups the entire time. The entire time the commercial's on, push-up, 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 push-up. Yeah. I got to doing, by that time I was done, I was doing 125 push-ups.
1: Same. And I was
0: doing all kinds of push-ups: cross-leg push-ups. Oh, uh, shoot. Thrust push-ups. A diamonds. You do diamond push-ups. Oh my I was God, doing them can't all. Do and then, like, it just got addicting because then I was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you just get into it. Yeah, and then it. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Man. I mean, I, I think I can. I mean, I can get down here right now and probably. And you probably break out, out,
1: out. 10. So my thing is with the push-ups, like I take classes a lot and they push you to the limit. So it, it's like made to make you fail. So I never feel like I'm good. So I'm like, I can do push-ups if I'm like, do some push-ups. But then he's like, you about to do thrusters, squats, and 20, 20 push-ups. I can't like, do no 20 push after like, yeah, them thrusters.
0: Gonna, let me do de- de- push-ups here. <laughs> Wait, let, let
1: me tell you how they start out. I'll be like, ah, ah, them thrusters. Then I'll be like, ah, <laughs> ah. And then, I, and then I'll be on my knees and I'll be like, then after that, even I get tired. I'll be like, this is really too much for me. And you don't feel like you're winning. But at the end of the day, I guess it's all about, you know, how strong you're like getting and growing and
0: that, stuff like that. The other thing is um, planks. Yeah, I've been doing my planks. Y'all do had do like a four pack. I had
1: a four pack this morning.
0: You should do a two minute plank.
1: I'm only at like a minute and ten seconds. Yeah,
0: like I remember. So the I think the highest I was at. Oh well, yeah, it was like two minutes. But yeah. I was with this CrossFit people. Mm-hmm. You know the the, the really they crazy like, out yeah, there. Yeah, really intense. And so I went to one CrossFit session with a friend of mine, <laughs> and he was like, "Man, just come with me." I was like, "All right." So at the very end of our CrossFit, like mm-hmm. we've done all these crazy workouts. He's like, "All right, y'all, we're doing a plank relay." Oh I was my like, God. What the freak is a prank, Lee Ray? So everybody's in a plank, right? It's like 15 of us. Yeah. The last person, I mean, maybe more than that. So the last person gets up, has to run all the way around us, and then goes back down. And then the next person gets up, runs all oh, the way around us, goes no. back down. The next person- I'd be laying down. And you got to stay in your plank the entire yeah. time until it's your time to run. Oh, my God. Oh, heck. I was like shaking. I was like, Ugh. Yeah,
1: that's what <laughs> happened. <having started> you shaking. <laughs> <laughs> that be happening to me. I'd be burning. I'd be like, oh, I'd be. And then there's, you know, my trainer, he fixes my form. He's not my trainer, but I take class with him. So anytime we plank in class, literally there's a way to do it. And I guess the way you're supposed to do it is be more up on your tips. So, like, I'm mm-hmm. going rest back. So when, he's adjust, when he adjusts me, I'm like, you just want me to fail. Like, I can't do it this way. i am be like, gh, gh, gh. and don't let it be arm day because your arms already hurt. And then you, I mean, it's just a lot for me. But I see a lot of results with abs yeah. planks, when you do planks. Yeah. Like, planks are good for so many things.
0: And it just helps you build that center of course, as well. everything. Yeah. Everything. Like
1: no, like I've I always heard that, but now that my core is getting stronger, I realize how much I depend on it. I feel my abs when I'm doing squat. Like I've been doing my like weighted squats, which are the devil. Like honestly, it's the most challenging workout I've ever done, and it's so simple in a way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Literally, so I'm almost. I'm at forty pounds on each side now, which is like nothing compared to the you know the big big wig squatters or whatever and I'm you know I do like five sets of ten like I'm not I want to get better at it but I would be like squeezing for life and I can feel my abs going even though it's all I'm using like my leg muscles I still feel it in my abs anything like almost everything I do I feel in my abs and when they're strong I feel like I can do things stronger I think I could do that pull up because of my abs so I don't know
0: if you really want to build it right so when you're doing your pull up instead bring your knees up like, yeah. do a crunch. That's what my eyes then come doing, down and then pull it
1: up. Wait. Put so your. Hang. You're hanging. Hanging.
0: Pull up for a crunch. huh. And then pull up. A, do a chin up.
1: I think that's what I did today. Because he was like, keep going. So in my mind, I pulled my legs up. So were your and knees
0: then I, to your chest and then you pull it up?
1: I think so. Cause first I was hanging, and mm-hmm. I was going like this, and he's like, "Go, go all the way!" And then I put my knees in, and then went all the way up to my chin.
0: Okay, okay. So I don't okay. know what I did. Well, you got to do it all the way hanging, then like you oh, crunch, so, and then once you're you're it's hanging, like a three part, right? So, so you're then you
1: hang, but then you pull yourself up. No no, but, no,
0: no, no, no! Don't pull yourself up yet. Okay, hang, then pull your knees up, and then while pull you're yourself. Hanging. Oh, yes. I
1: see what you're saying. I thought you said yeah. hang, just pull your arms while your feet no, no, are no. hanging. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I'll try yes. that tomorrow anyway I could talk about working out all day obviously yeah it's fun anyway well
0: I mean this has been a great podcast
1: yeah I guess we should get to the you know the nitty-gritty the the nitty-gritty yeah um so our commuter to follow is none other than igloo flowers such a cute name igloo it's spelled I G L O O. I said that L-G I think I spelled that wrong L G L O O. L-G-L
0: to it's glue. <laughs> Sorry. glue.
1: <laughs> I mean IGL. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like
1: glue. <laughs> Good catch there. <laughs> It's spelled I G L O O. But you know when you capitalize the like letter it looked people. like yeah. it looked like two Ls because when it's capitalized you know I got think.
0: you. But it's it's Igloo it's like I like normally spell Igloo. <laughs> it's not that difficult.
1: Igloo Flowers, but they have some beautiful beautiful flowers. They support the commute so much. Mm, that's right. We you appreciate you. all We do appreciate you guys. you can find their flowers at www.iglooflowers.com. Um they say they're pioneers of fine flowers for London's worker bees since, since 2004. Find Igloo at the Shard and Clapham Junction Station. So I don't think that's in New York. But I bet they have a sector in the city because, you know, New York is popping. So um, definitely check out their Instagram, even if you just want to look at some beautiful flowers and see how they decorate them. It's really a skill. My cousin is getting into like flower design and all that, and it's like a... It's a skill as much as like jewelry making and all that is. You got to know how to place them beautifully. You got to cut them right. It's really cool. So anyway, that's a community to follow. Please give them a shout out, a follow um, at Igloo Flowers. All
0: right. And this week we have a new to the computer music uh, crowd, I guess. Um, A new what? Musician? (laughs) You said we have a new. (laughs) new, Yeah, we have a new uh, music group, actually. Uh, They're called The Cute. And um, this is one of their latest uh, pieces. It's called Slick. Check it out. Let me know what you think.
1: First chime. Well,
0: let me get at it. First, wow, stepping through static.
1: Dance, dust, to dark. Stand up start the spark, the hue say we may hang above the stars, we go ahead and love, they wig silly, we know they heads will gain something baby, Santos fantastic, really, well I guess I'll trill
0: Fresh out the inbox with loops that go knock-knock Who is it? Exquisite, your kinfolk from up top Up top or up rock? My B-boys that pop lock might break through your locks. Watch out for their Botox Donkeys with ass shots Bartender, please hit me a brew and two whiskeys I want to play hopscotch Skirtless and my OJ admission You best have my juice or I will get to blending Bending, not breaking, but chopping and serving Swerving, and shout out to that Sterling Silver, my back, go oh, gorilla on wax. Show me Skrilla or cuff you and cry me a river. A Lake Timberland, Tennessee. Can't you see that Black Moses is back? So stand up and relax. Peace of mind in the you is the rebirth of stacks. Peace of mind in the you is the rebirth of stacks. Yeah. yeah. Three thousand. We gon' drop that album, man. Yeah. We do. Yeah. That's how we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we do. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we do. Yeah. You're, 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 that's yeah. how they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. how he do. Yeah. 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 That's how she do. That's how we do. That's how we do. This how, how we do, do. yeah, this, this how, how we do, do. Okay. Pass me that crown black and rose line I splash that Never do blow coke, but this work is on tap Same bartender where Savvy got that moon at Her name was Asia, I'll probably be right back. I'm like that crack crack, she wantin' her system. Eyes on the pipe pipe, I stand and deliver Goods make her shiver, leave goosebumps in winter But this daydream was disrupted by dealers Salesmen of killers, the worst of free willers Guns big as wells did not want me to seal her Must be some cousins, they trust in they thuggins Seen in they muggins, they looking for bludgeon So I play dozens. Yo mama be buggin' And all kinds of other sh** be loving. The hue, I am Scott, and then with the toasters Gave them a space CD and some posters, just like that. On some Pee Wee's -wee's Big Adventure. Having cats let me leave with their Harley Davidson. That's how we do. That's how we do. That's how we do. That's how they do. That's how he do. That's how (laughs) she do. That's how we do. ( oaklandなし) That's how we do. That's how we do. That's how we do. I bebop this, she poppin'. Boom, bop this, boom, grab this fat pat, tops drop in Trunks pop as I scat over screw tracks. But Ella, the Stella is giving me fits. One last sip, then we dip tip the server, Shut then serve it her it. with dizzy and bird. Keep a sax in my slacks, but I fit her with words. Giovanni, so Nicki, Minaj, if you get me and Sonya and shungay Rainbow, make it one day. Enough of this foreplay. She say that my forte is wordplay, like Kanye, on spot with the funk. back if you won't. you can get it. I live it as vivid as my. Thelonious num in this village with common sense, communists, common list, marks on my float. Edgar Allen, they raving by Pillsbury dough. Social life of the party, rich as y'all know. In the iris of wealthy, we really out Yeah.
1: yeah. Circumnavigated planet, planted her roots in the rest. Circumstantial stanzas be rebirth of cool food for Attica. a magically Blue bitch. Things blues ladies scattered, Scatter Satchmo, the Gillespie, Mouse Pattern, pat her feet to Mingus, sophisticate Sarah. Love theme for Yusef and Cannonball. Ad. I told you, you play zebra for Rumbot with Sanders. So groovy it just reminds me of, like 90s chill music but you know it's kind of like that rap style i can't think of the rapper who, I'm, who it reminds Indigable me planets. of planets no but that's so 90s yeah it's dope
0: that's right so shout out to the hume definitely uh yeah. doing some great things they actually have some amazing music amazing music i'm uh, so into they're from houston sweet so, he used to you know, stand up that's right that's right uh but definitely appreciate the things that they're doing uh just keep it up and uh for all those people who are interested you can check them out on soundcloud at the rappers i know uh, <laughs> so, uh, that's the actual SoundCloud. Yeah, movies. no, I realized that after I laugh. I know.
1: <laughs> I like so, that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so definitely check them out, uh, and just keep following and, you know, cause they're doing some great things. So, shout out to the Hugh. Thank you for the great music. Uh, definitely appreciate, you know, you adding your beautiful sound to our sound or beautiful soundtrack. To our podcast
1: Yes Sweet And if you guys are interested In sharing your thoughts Advertising Or just connecting With The Commute NYC Send us an email At nyc At gmail.com Shout out Real quick To Um young woman who sent us an email we really appreciate you for listening and it meant so much to us to get your email so keep doing what you're doing
0: that's right definitely appreciate definitely 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 appreciate you and also shout out to all those people who've been following us uh, yeah we're still getting followers so I'm so excited about that yeah and if you are interested in following us please 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 uh, give us a shout out you know and uh, follow us at the commute NYC that's at the commute NYC and for all those people on that Instagram You know, there's that new thing that you got to, you know, scroll down or tap uh, the top right button for notifications or something. Make sure that you're being notified by us so you can see all the good things we're doing and going on. That's
1: right. And we just really want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Commute. We hope we got you one step closer to your final destination.
0: That's right, people. And as always, please watch your step as you exit this train so you don't fall in the gap between
1: the train and the platform. See Yo.
0: Yeah. So with that being said, again, we sorry for the wait. I hope you enjoy this episode of education okay. and work it out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>
1: Peace. Bye.
0: Stand clear of the closing doors, please.